Coming up on this episode of Game Nights, we continue our exciting heist into a heavily guarded bank. How do we get in? Well, you'll just have to tune in to find out the plan that we come up with and what could possibly go wrong. We'll find out. Stick around because it's time for Game Nights. This is Game Nights, episode number 35, recorded September 21st, 2016. Neverwinter Heist, Chapter 2. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Nights, the show that dares to play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by my fellow travelers Colby, Matt, and of course Dungeon Master Dan, and we are back with Chapter 2 of our Neverwinter Heist adventure. Now, if you didn't join us last time, here's what you missed. Uh, Dan's character just kind of ran off and disappeared, and he became the Dungeon Master. Uh, and in the meantime, myself and Colby decided to go to a local bar, check it out, and there we ran into Trumbolina. Of course, you know him as Matt. Uh, but in the game, we met this new character, and all three of us were uh, met up by a spooky man in a spooky robe, and he gave us a mission to break into a bank and steal a mystery item from a heavily guarded vault. We, of course, accepted the challenge, knowing it wasn't going to work, but we were going to try anyway, and we join the action uh, as we are about to leave the bar and head towards the bank to scope out the place. Let's rejoin the story in progress. Take a drunken stroll by that bank. All right. It's uh, closing in on midnight. Uh, You walk about 10, 15 minutes in the same district, the mountainside district of Waterdeep, over to this this complex uh so madame dubald's tower sits on this uh courtyard that's arrayed around a fountain you know classic sort of thing uh it's very very nice around here the tower is eight stories tall pretty tall for a building in Waterdeep. uh it has you know stone it's pretty uh you know, bare on the outside, not very ornate. Uh, and, the, you know, behind it, uh, out behind it continues the rest of the city, sort of shops and houses, churches and things like that. Hmm. Are any of those churches dedicated to Dole Ara? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Not that you know of in the immediate, like, not, the closest church isn't. We would have to go look and see if any of the others are. So, uh, you said the the eight-story tower is the building that we're, we're looking the for? The basement of that is where, like, the bank and the vaults are. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Should we, uh, stroll, take a walk around the, the, this tower building? Sure. Good. Couldn't hurt. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll try and perceive some stuff. See, so you, you walk up to the tower and you notice that the door is locked and a sign that says, open to the public. 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mm. 9 a.m. to... <laughs> Colby is the brains of the operation. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to try and perceive some things. Okay. 
Uh, uh-oh. What's perception again? Intelligence? Uh, wisdom. 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 Mm, I got a six. You perceive the tower is open. <laughs> from it's, a, it's a big tower. Uh, the door <laughs> is locked. Than like a door that you've had, and it is locked. Uh, when you go to look through the windows, you breathe on the windows too hard because you're kind of drunk, and you fog up the windows so you can't actually see anything. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I think I would like to percept okay. a little bit here. Now, okay. now, do you? Is he at a disadvantage because he's drunk? She. Is he, is he, is she? No, I, I think she sobered up, didn't she? You guys right. woke her up. Well, I don't know if that's you know. Although, this, <laughs> yeah, she she, she yeah, walked out in the cold night air and she sobered. Well, out. I listen. I'm going the dungeon master she had, she had, on this one. She had right. some black coffee. Okay. Wow. Um. What's my modifier here? It's oh. Five, so. I rolled a nine. Yeah, you didn't see anything. She's really that much more than Colby. All right. <laughs> so much for my plus four modifier. Plus five. Plus five wisdom modifier. Okay. Yeah, you have a plus five modifier. Did did nothing for me there. Nope. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any any ideas, Dragonborn? No, I think we should just um just smash the door down. Well, I'm not sure it's the time First for that. No, listen, I, I think we need to investigate the outside here, and then we need to regroup and come up with a plan. This yeah, is again at like the front entrance right now. Yeah, so let's let's hmm. walk around the building all nonchalant like. Yeah. Now it just so happens that I have a um a being a hill dwarf, I have a background in history, but only the history of stonework. Hmm. So I could, I, I do have a, um, I do get a proficiency bonus if I'd like to investigate the history of the stonework here. Would you like to do that? Uh, yes, I would love to do that, actually. Right. Let's, uh, let's see. I rolled a 16. Okay, total? Um, so I got a 15, I got a 14, rather, okay. I rolled a 14, and my, my, my proficiency in history is plus two, yeah, so I got okay, 16. Great. So, yeah, you can tell that this building was actually constructed by dwarves, uh, sort of a, uh, a dwarf clan uh, in like the northeastern mountains of Waterdeep, a pretty well-known craftsman, uh, but actually most well-known for their building their stone craft underground, not above. And that explains why the building is sort of plain and blocky. They didn't have much experience building things above ground. Their their experience was building things below ground. Uh, still, you can tell that yeah, it's solidly built, as you would expect any dwarven construction to be. It's not going to just fall over if the wind blows. Uh, yeah, that's what you can tell from the outside. Right. You guess the walls on the outside are also like at least two, three feet thick. Okay. Hmm. So, so this building appears to be of dwarven construction. Interesting. 
So, uh, do we see anyone around? Like, there are people milling about, uh, but they just seem to be passing through outside. I see. I so see. we need to find a way inside of this building. So, uh, I have an idea. All right. You ready to hear this? Naturally, it's overthought and probably won't work, but <laughs> I happen to have in my possession a set of fine clothes and a scroll of pedigree. Now, I hear this is quite a quite a nice bank. I think I should go in undercover. And I think I should pose <laughs> as someone interested in buying the empty vault next to the vault we're trying to get. And, of course, I want a tour of the establishment. I want to see the vault, obviously, before I pay for it, right? Um, I'll meet with the... the, the branch manager i don't know whoever is in charge there um i don't, the I don't know branch manager is, yeah is this a franchise name is this na- is this a national Not yet, but they hope to yeah. they're, they're going fast the gets their way too big to fail yeah. um so we do that now the question is how do we get you guys in i don't uh, colby do you have any kind of a spell or ability that would conceal you in any way or we could sneak you in mm-hmm. like i could wear, i mean I, i'm i'm small <laughs> oh you know what you know what we could so do is, yeah, we could stack right. You could get on my shoulders, and then <laughs> and then Drumbley could get. We'll wear a big trench coat. Could we just be your associates or like your yeah, your? My, uh, yeah, my associates. That's a good. I'm, I will. I will be an important businessman. Well, actually, my scroll of pedigree says I am uh, Count uh, Count uh, <laughs> Count Sal, who oh, is yeah. of royalty. So you guys will be <laughs> my my royal assistants. Men in waiting or. <laughs> Or a man and lady in waiting. <laughs> is that, that what means those are? Else told me. Yes, that's no, is it, not, what does that mean? <laughs> I think it's uh, not good. So I think um, I don't know. We we could give that a shot. I don't. I mean, it seems like an efficient way to get in there without breaking down good. doors. Yeah, I also mm-hmm. think it would benefit. Uh, it would be beneficial to get. Uh, uh, a tri- tri- trimble, whatever, uh, trimble lady, uh, down trimble. into the into the vaults uh, to Just see the stonework on the mm. inside. Mm. See if we can do anything about getting through that. Sure. And so, what is our ex- like? What do we want to put in the the vault? Uh, well, it would of course be my. Um it would be all my gold and silver, right? We gotta. I'll put my own money on the line. Okay, guys, I'm not sure if this would help, but um, I recently adopted the oath of the ancients, which allows me the ability to speak with animals. <laughs> that sounds there? awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right, maybe not the ancients. Where were you here when we fought the owl bear? <laughs> Would have come in handy. Um, yeah, uh, maybe you can talk to like some rats or something in the in the <laughs> bowl because they like know what's going on. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. A, a roach, work. maybe I don't know something that's hanging out in a. I don't know what hangs out in a vault. A bat, maybe I don't know. We'll have to see what's down there. But if the opportunity arises, well, are there any around here? Like maybe any uh, any street mice or or rats of some sort <laughs> what are they wearing leather jackets on motorcycles <laughs> yeah they have like cones some unsavory it. characters yeah fattest rats in town <laughs> you can make a you can make a perception check to see if you spot any wildlife 
nearby. Um. But this. That's okay. I think for now we should just focus on getting into this vault. I like I lo like your idea, um, Count Sal. We yes. can absolutely. Okay, so we have to go back, go sleep somewhere, and come back here at nine a.m. Yes, when Great. when it when it opens. Yeah. Good. You right. imagine you could go back to the Waterdeep Tavern and Bar and get a room upstairs. Yeah. After now that we've cased the place, is there anything you think we've missed? Should we um, should we look around a little bit more? Now, is this this building? Is it? Would you say it's on a hill, or would you say it's just like in the middle? Are there other buildings just around it immediately? There, uh, it is. Uh, against the mountains but there are buildings behind it uh but it is on the war mountain side of the mountainside district mm. do you think it's possible that we could climb up one of these mountains leap off of the mountain land on top of the building and then find an entrance through the roof these are mountains uh so no oh, okay <laughs> Not wait, 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 these, wait. Are, these are pretty serious yeah yeah though. like first of all even if you were at the top of the mountain by the time you got up that high like you'd be really far away from I'm just thinking of doing like some some just cause shit like, now there are, there are buildings around it but this is definitely the tallest building uh, in the nearby vicinity well, I, I will point out we don't have to do it but I'm pretty sure somebody on this team has a uh a vial of a mysterious who knows what that at one point was rumored to be a flying potion. I'm just saying. <laughs> See, but I don't actually know what that is, whereas Matt does. <laughs> so I, I have to tell me what it is. This just, doesn't feel like the time. We're gonna it's hold on to that one. It is a flying potion. All right, okay. we'll hold on to that. Just a okay. thought. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a desperate situation. And we get into those a lot. It won't last long. <laughs> yes. I think we've already had a few times where we could have used it. Maybe should have. Um, all right. Maybe that's what happened to to to, to Dell. Maybe he took some and uh, flew off. Um, all right. Just floated off. Well. Uh, all right. Then we should probably go back to the inn and uh, get some rest. All right. Head back to the inn. Get a room. We get room service for more tater skins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the late night, late uh, late night Maz sticks. Yeah, right. Uh, and you wake up, and you're gonna head right over to the building. Is there any sort of preparation you want to make? Well, of course we have to change into uh, into. Although you guys don't have royal outfits, that's the problem. You know, they're gonna yeah. spot you. Well, as a as a um, as a paladin, I like to think that I I represent all that is good and just and I, I dress I dress the part indeed so well so maybe uh, Trimbley can be your like bodyguard sure and we should go get me some fancy clothes alright let's to the stores <laughs> so all right. sees here we can check out you head down to the uh, uh, the garment district of of Waterdeep uh, you probably want to stick in like the mountainside section because that's where the more well-off people live and the rest of Waterdeep's sort of a shithole. Uh, so you head down to this kind of small couple shops 
Uh, hey, look, an old navy. Yeah, so you, you head you head into the uh, yeah uh, the water, water deep apparel store, and uh, <laughs> the, the water deep wallaby eagle, and okay. All right. Uh, what kind of what kind of clothes do you want? Oh, are you the shop? Excuse me, shopkeep. Oh. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? We're looking to get my uh, my friend here, the the short fellow. No, not the drunk one. The other one. Oh. Uh, some uh, some some fine wares from your establishment. Something stately. Is he a jester, sir? Well, he sometimes acts like it, but no, he is my royal assistant. Mm, can I be so your accountant? You're no, you're okay. Now you're going to be assistant to the royalty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I gotta look the part. Newly hired, you know. Okay, so uh, he brings out like a a tape measure, not a tape measure, but like the cloth measure thing. Starts starts sizing up Colby. Do you have and any it's... of the fine textiles colored in indigo using the uh, the inks from India? India? No, but we do have we do have indigo. Uh, it'll cost you though, but. An exquisite color, if I do say so myself. No amount of money is too small to pay. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so he's cutting this stuff for Colby, and he says to you, So, um, we don't often uh, see our kind in these parts. Are you one of the, uh, one of the dragon lords? I don't appreciate you asking me personal questions, shopkeep. Mm. I don't know you. Steady on. Uh, all right, so finishes up the outfit for Colby. It's gonna run you uh, ten gold pieces. Deal. I pull out my Fandalies uh, Express right. card. <laughs> he sort of stares at funny. He's never even heard of Fandalin. Uh, Excuse me. Do you accept Fandalies Express here? <laughs> Uh, okay. So Colby's all decked out. What are you wearing, Sean? I am wearing my, uh, set of fine clothes. Where'd you get those? I don't know. It's, li- and my item says set of fine clothes. I think I stole them off. Well, those are a human-sized set of, they're hu- they're set little, of fine clothes, They're though. a little tight. If anyone asks, I've recently been going to the gym. I'm, I bulked up. <laughs> um. There's no room for a tail, either. Okay, how about yeah. this? Shopkeep, tail hole. Shopkeep, yes, can you uh, the this set of clothes? I uh, uh, they went through the dryer and shrank. Is there any <laughs> way you can let them out a little bit and uh, alter them to better fit? You seem right, to be a man with great tailor skills. Right, sir. So let me just take a look here. So he's looking at him. Uh, he looks, he looks. Uh, he's trying to hide it, but he looks shocked. Uh, he can't believe what he's looking at. It was. It, uh, they were in the dryer for. I forgot they were in there. They ran for a few days. They what were, is this dryer, sir? Do you I have, have a, a servant dry your clothes? I do. It just squeezes and squeezes and squeezes until there's no liquid left. Never seen anything like this. I fired him. He did too good of a job. Mm. Huh. Right too. He went. <sighs> made it hot. Can you help me? Well, sir, I, I certainly could let it out a bit around the sides, but I'm afraid it would it, it would look like, uh, so let us say, not a high-class woman's skirt as it currently stands. It's just far too short. 
to fit your I see. All impressive right. frame. I see what's going on here. You want to upsell me on something new? Fine. What would it cost to get a new set of fine royal clothing from your establishment? I will say you are uh, not my usual clientele, but uh, I could do something for uh, 30, 30 gold pieces. Deal. All right. Not worth the hassle. Signs it up, measures out the tail, blah, blah, blah. You're decked out, and now do you want indigo as well? Oh, of course, that's the royal color. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta, absolutely. All right, so he sends you on your way and wishes you luck with your, your business. I will leave here. you a five-star review on Yelp, thank you. Yeah. Yelp is the crazy man in the street who yells uh, <laughs> ratings about local businesses. <laughs> I am Yelp. Five stars. Uh, <laughs> all right, good. Well, now we're looking the part. Yep, I'm we, we feeling good, guys. We feeling like we can. And lady, feel like we can. We can do this. I think. First so. of all, thank you for respecting my gender. Don't and push it. Second of all, I am more than ready to take on. Outstanding. How much have you had to drink today? <laughs> oh, you know, a couple uh, mimosas with brunch. <laughs> uh, lady never tells. That's okay. for sure. Good. All right. Well, then let us uh, let us. Uh, yes. I have an idea. Um, should, can we go to a store and get me like a notebook or a scroll or something that a it'll make me look official uh, and B I can like roll up these schematics we have of the mm. vault in, in the top of the scroll. Mm. Well, one thing I can do is um, is give you my signet ring. That would that? certainly indicate that you are a man uh, in charge of, of that, paperwork and other such. Uh, that sounds good. Items. Yeah. And yes, we can stop by the local um, Wall Greens and uh, no, see the, what, the papyrus. The the papyrus, <laughs> the papyrus store. Um, get you an eye scroll, eye scroll right. seven, and uh, uh, and, and and hook you up. Cool. A halfling doesn't definitely doesn't want an eye scroll seven plus. That's just no, like too big. as big as they it's are. Big. It's too, too far. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's a great idea. So we stop by that establishment. Great. Cool. So we need Got a... your stuff. Got it. All right. All right. Did, does that cost us anything or... I mean, I don't know. Pen, Nothing pen. significant. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Sounds good. All right. Are Should we, we take a break? Are we still breaking the episodes up? Yeah, but I just do it... Okay. Whenever it sounds right, roughly one hour in, so... We're, we're, we're continuing on. You need a break, Dan? I was considering getting another beer. Oh, well, we can. I can hit pause. Right. Yeah, five minute break. All right. Pause, wait for it, and resume. Okay, and we're back, and everyone's been beered and bathroomed and got their mamos, and uh, we will continue. Where were we? Cut. Uh, so, all right. Heading to the bank? Yep, yes. you're heading to the bank. Well, Sorry, still... I forgot that was my job for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Like someone else should be telling the story. Okay. Yeah. No, this uh, this sounds good. Let's. Uh... So we get to the bank. We open up the lobby doors. We go inside, and uh, what do we see? Okay, so inside the lobby, it's pretty busy. There are like some tourists milling about the middle. It's beautiful, like marble floors, marble columns, and you can sort of look straight up through these like narrower and narrower floors that that go up and you can see right through uh, the middle of them uh, 
then off, like, sort of in the center back of the room is the uh, big sign for Madame Dubald's bank and vault. And there's a, a front desk and a large stone door that's ornate set in back with a guard in front of it off to the left. And then, the, like, the service desk off to the right. All right, well, I suppose we uh, approach the desk. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a line. Oh, okay. We get in line. Yeah, you got to wait in line. Got to wait in line. I think what we need to do is we need to use our charisma to get to the front of this line. I don't have any. Mm. I think I have a fair amount. Okay. Your feminine charm. Yeah. I, I I'm level 12. You notice that in addition to the guard standing in front of the door, there is sort of an employee, like an unarmed employee standing off to the side as well. Okay, maybe we can charm this guy. Yeah. Sort of looks like a, a, a you know, a well-to-do but low-ranking employee. What, is the, uh, what does the name tag read? You can't see the name tag from where you're standing. All right. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I, guess, I guess unless we, unless we want to approach the employee, we can uh, we can wait in line. It's what really one of the two. I think that's what we should do. Wait in line. Just, just wait in line. All right, let's wait in line. <laughs> okay. We we look around. We pick up a pamphlet. Look at it. Oh, look! Interest yeah. rates are really low right now. I'm thinking about maybe yeah. we should convert to a CD. Right. Yep. They're trying to sell you up in like the you know, savings accounts and all this. Like, shit. Hey guys, you know, right now if you open up a uh, a checking account, we're offering a fifty dollars gift certificate to the uh, Waterdeep Tavern Bar and Grill. <laughs> right. Oh. That's uh, a deal. So you get to one of the tellers, and she says, uh, or he says, "Hi, welcome to uh, Madame Dubald's Bank and Vault. How can I be of service today?" Hello. My Hello. Name, my name is Count Sal, and I am here with my assistant and my bodyguard. Uh, this is a lot of information, but I'm going to tell you anyway because you need to know. Uh, and I am interested in uh, in acquiring one of your vaults for my many royal wares. Ah, you're interested in the vault. Well, in that case, you should proceed down towards the vault and talk to my colleague Joe Mum. Joe Mum. Joe, Joe Mump, yes. Joe Mump. Yes. Joe. Yes, Joe. please step step on down. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, your name is? You'll be able to handle all of your vault needs. Excellent. And your name is? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Which name will this person have? Uh, how about Blowbooth Oatfist? <laughs> Whoa. Blow, 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 blow. <laughs> Blowbluth Oatfist, Blow like like Joe Bluth, but Blowbluth Oatfist. Blowbluth, okay. Mr. Oatfist, thank you so much for your help. You've been uh, more than kind with your time. My um, pleasure. We're happy to go meet your uh, associate. Thank you. Yeah. And we proceed to uh, his associate. Okay. Along the way. We walk over. Hello! Why, hello there. I stick out my hand. Joe reluctantly sticks out his hand, unsure of what's about to happen, shakes your hand. Ah, yes. What can I do for you today? 
Yes, uh, I, uh, I am here with my associates. My name is Count Sal, uh, and I am interested in acquiring one of your vaults for my many valuable royal wares. Ah, uh, yes, I see. Uh, so he, he sort of produces, like, a, a clipboard and, well... <laughs> with a form on it? <laughs> no, he starts to write something, and he says, Now, uh, where are you from, Count Sal? Uh, I'm very glad you asked. Uh, my family, uh, my family is from the uh, the the far, far, far away land of uh, of of uh, Pittsburghian, and, uh, and 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 we are the uh, my uh, my aunt and uncle, of course, the great king and queen of uh, Pittsburghlandia, and uh, roll and a persuasion check. Roll a persuasion. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any kind of you. charisma. Oh boy, this is gonna end well. <laughs> this is. Let's hope for the best here. And I roll. I roll. I roll. Uh -oh. I roll a two. You can sort of tell that he's not buying it. He's not buying it. But but and, but and, and he he removes a piece of paper from a clip and says, "If you could please fill out this form." And mail it to the address on the top. We will get with your request post haste. I, I uh, excuse <clears> me, <throat> let, me I... let me let me be very clear here. Um, I I will direct you here to my associate, um, assistant to the count, um, who is in charge of all the paperwork. Uh, he uh, has a copy of my scroll of pedigree and uh, and of what we're uh, trying to do here today maybe you should talk directly with him I am I am of royalty you see um, I don't handle the, the the paperwork the day to day I'm more the big ideas guy <laughs> okay so so Joe looks at Colby sort of skeptically but allows him to speak uh, so I I apologize for his Highness's uh, bumbling I, I say with a, a wink and a nod um, the schools in P Pittsburgh are notoriously terrible <laughs> um, and as he mentioned I have I have his scroll of pedigree here for for you to examine mm. so you you produce the uh, scroll of pedigree Uh, okay. So Joe takes out the scroll of pedigree, looks at it, and says, uh, interesting. I didn't realize there was a dragonborn noble house in Pittsburghia. Uh, you see, I can tell, Joe, you're a smart right. man. Not okay. oh no! I call Sean just butts in. I do. Well, look, 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 look. He's calling shit on my reputation, my fake reputation, but my reputation nonetheless. And I've got to defend myself. Um, I, the, the count. Uh, I, I'm probably gonna roll a persuasion here, uh, persuasion <laughs> check here. Um, but the the count is the adopted son of of one of the the royal houses of Pittsburghia. Yeah. Uh, he was he was rescued. He was orphaned at a young age, uh, and rescued at that time. Uh, roll it, roll it, Colby. Roll in. Uh, nineteen. He nods and says, "Ah, my apologies. 
That was that was a noble deed. Uh, I I'm sorry. It is it is my job. My employers expect me to ensure that only the most worthy clientele set foot in the vault, and we get many rabble trying to get in and just see the majesty down below. The most famous vault in all of Waterdeep. So my apologies. Uh, if you'll come with me. So. You all presumably walk up. There's a dwarven guard standing at the door. Uh, Joe sort of nods at him, and he turns to the door, and you can't really see. He has an implement in his hand. It doesn't look very special, just like a metal-looking pointed stick. He etches something that you can't really see in the door, uh, he's, his body's between you and what he's drawing and then the door sort of uh, slides up into the tower and you hear uh, everyone else around you has stopped what they were doing and has looked to see this magical door open uh, mm-hmm. all the tourists are really excited that they were there to, to see it open because it opens so rarely oh. so uh, I would say quick trembly do do your uh, perception or history check or whatever to see if we can learn anything about this door from uh, okay. seeing it seeing it open all right that would be um, oh that would be a 10 okay uh, you're as amazed as everyone else. Uh, you know, it looks like a dwarven door, but the door can't just rise like that, so there has to be some sort of magic involved here. Okay. Alright. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have that proficiency. So I, I do have a, I have a pretty good perception. Maybe I'll do just a regular perception check. Yeah, if you want to. Any sort of arcana check would be good here too. But perception. Yeah. What you see? See, right. I don't. Yeah, I don't have the proficiency in arcana. I do have a proficiency in perception. Step away. Wow. Okay. And I got a. Um, that's going to be a twenty-four. So okay, yeah. So you have some sort of innate sense of magic, given your time with the whatchamacallit clergy, and uh, <laughs> there's like a a powerful flight spell that is activated by unlocking this door. So the door is unlocked, but it's not actually a door at all. And then it raises up into uh, a slot above and can hold there practically infinitely until someone decides to to let it down uh, with a, a similar like incantation on the other side of the wall. Okay. Um. All right. I you guess suspect that this up. spell, like, that this door once open could be closed by dispelling the levitation spell. Uh, it would be more tricky to dispel the, you think, the spell that is locking the door, that is activating the levitation. But if one could levitate the door open. Uh, If you could lift it, it would just open, you suspect. Okay, if if only I I knew how to lift it. If I knew this incantation. And it's big. It it is unliftable by... 
So the incantation is essentially the key to getting inside. The drawing that he drew on the door activates, like, trips something that okay. causes the door to levitate. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, into the vault. Yes. Yeah. I'll just go in. Now, uh, as you're walking, Joe says, now, are you interested in a... Uh, what are those things called? <laughs> uh, what are the small boxes you can get at like a oh, bank? Like a safety deposit safety, box. A safety deposit box, or one of our vault rooms, sir. I think we're looking for something a little bit bigger. I'm quite wealthy and successful, so I have lots of wares to put in your very safe vault. What, such as such as what, sir? Oh, all well, sort of royal artifacts and uh, ancient uh, items of noble value. Uh, okay, so you'll have some uh, uh, swords and staffs and crowns and jewelry and scrolls and um, I uh, yeah, all sorts of things. I have a large statue of Dolara. No <laughs> one asked you. You're the bodyguard. You're not supposed to talk. As long as there's room for this statue. Nowhere near my royal goods. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> Very good, sir. Uh, so you, you walk in. You start off in this, like, antechamber. Uh, there's... It's kind of ornate. Like, there's a rug, and there's a couple statues along the side. Uh, off, there's a door to the left, and it is written, uh, Regional Branch Manager Office, and there's a door to the right that says Conference Room. And then down, you see this hallway that seems to stretch for a bit. And based on your knowledge of the schematics, that is where the vaults are. All right. So Joe says to you, uh, well, if you're purchasing one of the vaults, I will, I will need to get the branch manager. Wait here just a moment. And he, he walks off into the branch manager's office. Anything you want to do while you're, well, alone? Waiting? Yeah, you're just waiting. You seem to have a couple minutes here. Uh, so you said on the left is the branch manager's office. What was on the right? Conference room? Yeah, conference room. Conference room. Is it the conference room, like, open, empty? It's closed. Yeah. Well, I think we should peek our head into the, uh, into the conference room. Check the door. Yeah. Maybe so, like put our ear to the keyhole. We'll see if it's yeah, and see if it's locked or not. Okay. See if we hear anything. So you have, what's that? A perception check? Or yes. what, what are you gonna do? I want to listen to see if there's anyone in the room. To okay. Start. Um. Let's see. Oh, uh, well, I rolled a natural twenty. Okay. There are people in that room, but they're not saying anything. Mm. Uh, uh, yes. Uh. You can, a natural 20, so you can, they are armored. Oh. I, I can tell that just by listening? Yeah, you, you roll a natural 20, yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, they're armored, wow. <laughs> Here are this the is, clinks. That doesn't sound... They're shifting a little bit in their seats. That doesn't sound like a conference I want to be part of. This is quite suspicious. <laughs> that there's all this armed... Good. Okay, is there anything else we want to do? I don't really feel the need to enter that room. 
No, <laughs> unless I unless I you want to play it off with a, oh, I was just looking for the bathroom play. me <laughs> <laughs> that this is not just your or typical ordinary bank. Mm, mm. Yeah, and uh, you can see the two guards in the room, too. They have, like, leather armor, uh, two big, like, halberds. Uh, they look, they look, they look like they can take care of themselves. Uh, they're standing against the wall with the door that leads down to the walls. All right, see. Okay. Hmm. All right. At this point, uh, Joe comes back out, and uh, he's trailing another dwarf. Uh, this dwarf looks older. Uh, he's dressed very nicely. He walks up to you, sticks out his hand. And says, Thokum Galgus, at your service, sir. Ah, yes! Branch manager of uh, this course. What is going on? <laughs> sound go? Is everyone there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm here. Okay. Hi. So, uh, he says, I hear you're interested in purchasing a vault. A vault. Oh, yes. Yes, we're uh, absolutely interested in purchasing a vault. You see, I have many fine noble wares, and I heard that this is the most safest, most secure vault in the nation. And you heard correctly, sir. You see, I myself oversaw the construction of this vault. This is the finest vault my clan of dwarves has ever produced. And I will stand by it to protect your merchandise. And Excellent. so, Mr. Galagus, what what makes you say that? Like, why? Well, How we were is given, this vault the finest? We were given uh, a large sum of money by Madame Dubald. We had basically an unlimited budget. So we, we were able to make the walls quite thick and uh, install... Uh, security measures which are unprecedented as, as it comes to vaults. Magic that no one has ever seen. Additionally, we were able to get a permit from the city to dredge out the area underneath around this building to ensure that there were no clandestine approaches within. Your goods here will be safer than anywhere else. On this world. Now, what kind of, what sort of clientele, if I might ask, do you usually um, cater to? Well, of course, I'm not allowed to say specifically, but such security comes at a high cost. This is not just a place where any old person could walk in. We cater to only the most demanding and uh, wealthy patrons. May we see a, uh, a vault? Why, certainly. I happen to have one opening right now. Do you so, think you could take us... Um, I personally would really like to see um, a very specific vault... Uh, it, it's the one, you know, the very special one. Wink. 
Wink. You know what I'm talking about. Confused. Roll a persuasion check. Okay. Or this intimidation? I don't know. I rolled a one. That's not good. Uh, With all the modifiers, that's going to be... That's going to be a six. Yeah. He looks at you very strangely, and then he looks back. (laughs) He looks back at Sean, uh, expecting some sort of explanation for your servant's behavior. And, uh, and uh, excuse me, Mr. Bodyguard, once again, I have to remind you, it is not your job to talk in this uh, situation. It is merely your job to protect me and my royal wares. Please uh, keep your crazy ideas to yourself. I apologize uh, for her performance. She's a bit of a drunk uh, and doesn't often know what she's saying. <laughs> um, please, we would just love to see. You said you have one vault available? Yes, yes, we do. Well, that sounds like the one we need to see. <laughs> if you let us follow me. Uh, absolutely. So you walk down, you, you pass through the two guards, one of them peels off and comes with you. Uh, so it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Focum Galgus. You three and this guard, you proceed all the way down uh, and then to the second door from the right and uh, Thokum, uh says, he, he goes and he, he goes to draw like some uh, carving on the door similar to what you saw on the outside. But nothing happens. Uh... And he says, oh, blast it. Uh, and he says, guard, go fetch the wizard. They forgot to reset this lock. Uh, so guard walks away. He says, I, Arkham, uh, Thogum says, I apologize. This was not like, uh, this was just vacated. And I was told that it had been reset, but apparently it hasn't. You'll be, you'll be glad to know, though, that should you decide to purchase this vault, you would be able to set your own drawing as a password that, that only you would know. And as as you can see, uh, if I don't know it, I can't get in. Mm. Now, while we're waiting for the wizard to come, I think we should... Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed with what I've seen so far, and of course I'm interested to see the inside of the vault and exactly the security precautions you take, but... When, when uh, where, where the rubber meets the road here, what um, what's this vault uh, run uh, somebody to uh, to purchase? Now, now again, remember, I'm a very influential man of means, so you know my my uh, endorsement of your product carries a lot of weight in uh, my native homeland of Pittsburghlandia. <laughs> right. Well, of course. Well, we're looking at about uh, two hundred gold pieces a month for this year one. And is that on a uh, is that a three month contract, six month contract, early termination fees? What are we? Uh... If you wanted to pay more money up front, we could negotiate a longer, oh, a larger uh, thing, deposit, yeah. but at, at a discount. But by default, we do two hundred gold pieces a month for a vault of this size. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. That seems very reasonable. I think for, the value for your item safety. I was there is no price to say it's a price worth paying. Absolutely. Absolutely. No wonder you come with such a solid reputation in the uh, in the upper echelons of society. It gladdens me to hear you say so, sir. 
So at this point, uh, you see the guard come back, and behind him is this old, bedraggled, sort of defeated-looking wizard. Like, you know, classic-looking white beard. He's got the cloak, and uh, he's sort of got a hunchback, and he's just sort of shuffling along. Uh, and he uh, he walks up to this door, and he's sort of mumbling to himself, and uh, there's a couple, like, colors and, like, sparks uh, popping off, and he's he's etching some stuff on the door, and it it finally like pops and shifts over uh, to the right, uh, or actually it just it just l- opens in this door, unlike the other one. It's actually on a hinge, and it, it opens like a regular door would. Uh, and the the wizard is like mumbling and sort of stuttering. He says, "Oh, oh I'm sorry, sir. I." I I thought I reset it to the normal password. I I don't know what happened. And Thokum is irate. He's like, ah, I can't believe that you would uh, embarrass me in front of our valuable customers. He says, get out of here. And he sort of shuffles off. And again, he says, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, But here's the vault. So you you step into the vault. It's about... uh, 10 feet, like, squarish, uh, pretty sizable, but not huge, uh, not that tall of a ceiling, like, maybe it's, like, a 7 or an 8-foot ceiling, uh, and stone all around, it looks like solid stonework, uh, not even solid stonework, but almost carved out of a piece of stone, and completely barren. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Uh, guy in charge whose name I can't remember because it was so complicated. I, uh, yes. Yes, would you, uh, would you mind giving my associates and myself a moment of privacy to discuss our uh, potential options and, uh, our interest in, in purchasing the vault? We should only need a minute. Roll a persuasion check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't buy it the first time? <laughs> I was really trying. And that was a 17. He says, very well. We'll just be outside then. All right. So they step out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Trombolina. Uh, could you, uh, could you, could you investigate these, uh, these stones? I'm a little more, uh, interested in what they, uh, in what's going on in this vault. We, we may need to get through them at some point. Well, of course I can. Dragon breath. <laughs> And that would be a 19, uh, sorry, a 14. 14. So it's, it's really good. So like, uh, unlike the building on the outside, this is not stone work. This is not sets of stones. This is, uh, sort of one big stone that was taken. You imagine as they were like quarrying out, uh, digging out this basement area and set in the wall and then the 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 top is another piece of stone and each wall is like this too so you sort of have this room that is made of six different solid pieces of stone and you're not quite sure how thick the stone is it seems it's it's thick it's at least two feet thick hmm hmm Interesting. Um, 
I would like to roll a uh, perception check to see if there is anything else inside the small room, such as um, uh, animals, debris, anything that might be of note. Um, and uh, someone else might want to give this a shot <laughs> because I rolled a. Oh, there's a fly in here. That's annoying. I rolled a six. Yeah, see, there's a fly in there, but that's all you can see. Because it was flying in your eye the whole time, so you couldn't see anything else. <laughs> Colby, you want to try and perceive? Got that 19. Hey! Okay, so, besides the fly, it was clear that there was some stuff in here. There's some, like, dust on the ground, but it's pretty well cleaned out. There is nothing in here. There's, like, the seams... Uh, on the floor and around the ceiling where the, the stones meet, like they are just sort of laying on each other, held together by by gravity. Uh, the the door is uh, a stone door hooked in, like intricately carved out of the the rock that makes up the wall in the hallway so it can actuate on this hinge. Uh, and when it closes, it entirely seals itself from the outside. Whoa. There is no markings visible on the door itself. But you already know that it is magically enchanted. This is some serious Minecraft shit here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's what I'm thinking right now, at least. I feel like we're not going to be going through the door or the walls Uh that just seems unlikely. Uh, however, one thing I'd like to, to pursue more is this wizard guy. Like, he seems like the, the single point of failure for this, uh, this vault. Like, he can reset the passwords. So, it stands to reason that he can also, uh, like, open the other vaults, I think. Um, so I think I, I'd like to question our our friend Focum about the wizard and see if we can learn anything like where the wizard stays or what his deal is and how we know he's trustworthy. Okay. All right. Um, actually, at this point, I think I would like to go to the wizard. Is the wizard... Is he in the room with us? No, he is, seems to have left. You would have to okay, ask we have to, to see him again. Okay. Once we find him... So who's in the room? Is it just us? It's just us. Right outside the room is the regional manager and a guard. Okay. And the door is open. Here's the thing, you guys. Because... I say the I am a level three paladin. I am able to cast what's known as Zone of Truth. Is a level two paladin. Um, basically, uh, as long as I cast out this fifteen foot spear, and anyone within that radius, okay, has to pass a charisma check. And if they fail the charisma check, on a failed save, a creature cannot speak a deliberate lie when in the radius. Wow. All right, so it basically will force 
the wizard to tell us the truth about what's really going on. So, so do we want to use this on the wizard or do we want to use it on the guy outside? Oh, we could actually, we could use it on both of them. If actually, if we get them both within this 15 foot sphere. I see. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that sounds like a real good idea. If we get them both in this, into this radius, we can ask what the heck is actually going on. That, that lasts for 10 minutes, by the way. What worries me about that is two things. One, nowhere has it been indicated to me that they don't realize that they're... Do they realize they're under this spell? They might get annoyed that we zoned of truth them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it says here... It, it says here that an affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering any questions to which it would normally respond to with a lie. Such a creature can be evasive in answering as long as it remains within the boundaries of truth. Yeah, so I feel like they might get onto us. My second point was that one of them is apparently at least a somewhat powerful old wizard who will probably identify very quickly what it is we're trying to do. Yeah, so so here's what here's what I'm thinking. Uh, it seems to me that this wizard guy is pretty disgruntled, right? So bring him per, in, right? Or perhaps we can offer him uh, freedom or something. Trumbolina's cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that dragon? Uh, nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's dry down here. A lot of dust. Um. You know what? You know what we could do? Is we could end this episode and tonight's adventure because we're out of time. <laughs> wow. I know that's not the most fun option, but we've been doing this for a couple hours and we have to conclude. Uh, but the good news is we'll have a nice long rest where we can think about all our options and come to a conclusion. We made it this far. We made it into the vault. The problem is it's not the right vault. How are we going to get there and get out the treasure? You're going to have to tune in next time to find out and how do you do that well. Good news, we have a website. You can go to it, gamenights.tv. There you get all our episodes, past, present, and future, in audio and video. And, of course, that big green subscribes button that lets you know all the places you can find the show, including most major podcasting services, most major podcasting apps, of course, via RSS on the website, on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash gamenightstv. And, of course, uh, you can follow us online at gamenightstv on Twitter, let you know when new episodes are published. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's most of it. We're published pretty much weekly at this point, uh, and you keep up with the adventures. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes next. Gentlemen, anything else you want the, uh, the fine folks at home to know before we wrap it up? My camera's about to fall again. Oh, just in time. We're done just in time. This is perfect. Okay. I don't know anything else. Okay, now it's perfect. Well, I think we I think we owe a big uh, round of applause to Dungeon Master Matt on his first outing. Excellent you job. Mean Dan. You said Matt. Oh, so I'm so used to saying Dungeon Master Matt. It's it's, it's a reflex at this point. Done it. Oh, that we got to wrap this up. We're now we're looking at Matt's nose. We don't need to see that. Okay. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us on behalf of Dungeon Master Dan and my fellow intrepid travelers Colby and Matt. Uh, this is Sean thanking you for joining us and hoping we'll see you next time for even more exciting adventures here on Game Nights. <laughs>